Welcome to the Dietitian Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Smith, registered dietitian and weight loss expert. As your guest host, I'm interviewing dietitian bosses and sharing their stories to inspire you to take action and create a six-figure income using social media marketing. Rebecca Henson is a registered dietitian and physical therapist. She helps women learn to balance their hormones to achieve their best weight while enjoying delicious food. Her own struggles with weight loss and dieting have inspired her to help her fellow females with a non-judgmental approach. She teaches the truths and misconceptions about cravings, self-care, food, and how to optimize hormone levels so that ladies can lose weight for good while living their best lives. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you. It's so great to be here. Yes. Now, first off, reading your bio through, I love how you have a non-judgmental approach to weight loss. That is so fun. Can you walk the audience through your nutrition philosophy and how you kind of got to the place where you're at today? Absolutely. Um, so I'm non-judgmental. So <laughs> I understand there's lots of different ways to approach this. And um, But me personally, I, I come from a background of dieting. I was a professional dieter. And in third grade, my doctor told me to sat my mom and I down in the back room like we were in trouble and said that I just was gaining too much weight and put me like he literally said, you need to eat less and weigh yourself every week. And if you gain weight, eat less like that would work. Oh, my goodness. That was that was how we started. So that started me on a just dieting. I tried all the diets. Um, as a lot of my clients, I, I work with a lot of, I call them diet failures or diet dropouts. Like, and that's a good thing. Diet, failing at a diet is okay because you just, we know like working, finding a lifestyle that works for you is the most important thing. So what ended up happening was um, I went back to school. I'm a physical therapist because I was always athletic. So that wasn't the problem. And I ended up going back to school to get a master's in nutrition, become a registered dietitian because I just wanted to know the truth. And what ended up working for me was um, a lifestyle approach, a plant-based whole food approach. And, um, and then there's so much more to it. Like I, I work with a lot of women who are, we're so hard on ourselves and I feel like we, um, we, we need all the support in like not, uh, you talk a lot about this as well, like not giving up. Like, you know, not being, don't worry about being perfect, progress, not perfection, um, and just kind of loving yourself through your weight loss journey and meeting yourself where you're at. And so that's where the non-judgmental comes in is like, I've been there. I used to eat Ben and Jerry's yeah. and Doritos for dinner. So like, I get it. Amen. Yes. <laughs> and um, Yeah. Yeah, I totally love that about you. And I think what's so interesting too, and really with both of our stories, because for those of you guys that don't know and follow me on social media, I struggled with the same stuff that Rebecca has as well, where we have dieted before we're dietitians that actually have been diet failures. And honestly, aligning that with your why, I think that really is so important, especially if you don't know who to target in terms of an audience, but it really makes the work we do even easier because we can relate to feeling very judgmental of ourselves and really promote, you know, how can we be non-judgmental and optimistic and really the best coach to our clients so they get the best results. So that is literally amazing. Um, I also really love how your story when you were younger, like what your doctor said to you, that is crazy. Do you ever hear this type of stuff from women that come to you for coaching? Oh my gosh. Um, 
my favorite client, my ideal client is someone who is like, I have tried all the things. Why should I work with you? That's my gal. Um, and it's because I was in the same place. I was like, I'm going to go get a master's degree, but I'm, there's no way that I can handle this. Yeah. Like I was just like, I've tried it all. Why would anything work? And, yeah. uh, so when they're at the point where they're ready to quit, that's my girl. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. And you are so clear. And I think everyone listening to this, if you don't have a clear idea of who you want to work with, I know it can be so scary niching down, focusing on one type of person, but you so perfectly understand every single struggle that person's going through. So I'm assuming it makes it so much easier to make content and have those conversations and attract that person you so clearly want to work with. Now, I know in the field of weight loss, and there's even, I feel like niches within weight loss, what would you say? your niche is? Because I know weight loss is important to you, but it also sounds like self-confidence and motivation are also really important aspects too. So how would you describe your niche? Yes. So just for everyone listening, I worked for two years on narrowing my niche. It was so hard for me. Like I was like, but I want to help everyone. And, and then I yeah. decided on finally women. Okay. I want to help all the women. And you know, it was, it was, I, the struggle is real people. It's so. a process. <laughs> so it's, it took a while. And, um, I would kind of ask my clients who had worked with me, like, what is it that I bring to the table? And a lot of them, a lot of the feedback I got was like, love like you just you let me you accept me where I'm at you know you're yeah. very so then that's where the non-judgmental came from was them was like yeah. my client's feedback and then actually talking with Libby was when I when I got into the hormone balance because I was so just like in my head about what my niche was in weight loss I knew weight loss yeah. wasn't small enough and she was like tell me how you work with people and how I work with women is a lot of like working on glucose, you know, using whole foods to regulate glucose and insulin and yeah, cortisol yeah. and food addictions and brain science and hormones and endocrine systems. So yeah, uh, yeah. she's like, well, you do hormone balance. I'm like, I do, I guess. So, so that yeah, was yeah. where the hormonal balance came in more recently working with Libby into the social media. And I really love it. Oh my goodness. That is so cool. I feel like the evolution of your niche, I feel the same way kind of in my journey as well. And I'm sure other dietitians do too. We have this one niche we think of when we first start, but then it evolves. Also, as you understand the person you're trying to counsel and really attract to your profile, to your business. And that is so cool. And I mean, as a weight loss dietitian myself, I, I think the hormone stuff is so cool. I work with a lot of beginners, but something I don't see as like a, a not a, not a trademark or like a branding thing, but the fact that you have a non-judgmental approach approach that definitely makes you stand out. Now, having that in your bio and having that, you know, such a big part of your brand and your business, do, do women come to you because of that approach and being so niche with this non-judgmental hormone balancing approach to weight loss? So I, I would say so. And now I'm newer to this niche and this, this journey really. So, yeah. um, my background was that I was doing a lot of things ineffectively. <laughs> so I would say what's happening now is interesting because you never know what's going to happen. Like definitely it's impacting my business. Um, what's happening for me actually seems to be that I am attracting what's even probably better than clients right now is um, referral partners. 
And very cool. So I've attracted um, like a a local OBGYN who we kind of knew each other, but she sees what I'm doing with the hormonal balance for women and she's referring me clients. And then um, another local kind of like holistic business coach is, is like, let's get together and make some zoom videos and, you know, introduce each other to our, so that kind of referral partner is showing up for me, which is awesome. So not to discount reminding people not to discount those kinds of things. If you're not getting all of your clients through social media, as long as you're getting something, you're getting referral sources. I'm having people who used to know me and follow me now reach out like, Oh, now I see. Now I need to talk to you. So yes. And I think, I think that totally proves that as, I mean, this process of niching down, it can be a long haul, especially if you're confused about and and scared. I feel like the biggest thing I hear from women, um, especially female dietitians wanting to pursue online businesses, it's really scary to niche down and your niche may change as you realize like what really lights your fire inside of you and what's exciting. But that's so cool how you're using social media and getting more clear on that. So you do get clients from it, but as you're growing that and really getting once again, more clear on it, you're able to get referrals and build these connections through social media and having a voice and stance and an opinion on how to lose weight in in the best way possible. So that is so cool. And you're, you're using social media for more than just getting those clients. You're, you're building those connections that will once again, get you clients and impact and revenue down the line as well. Absolutely. And the connections are so important. Like I, I met you Lauren through Instagram. I, I call, I call people my Insta friends. It's like, Oh, my Insta friends, you know? Um, and those connections are important because you are how I found Libby as a business coach and speaking from experience working with other business coaches, I highly recommend Libby. She is very direct. She's to the point. She doesn't waste your time. She, you know, I love it. I love her approach. We, we work well together. (laughs) Yeah. That literally shows the power of social media. And I think especially, I mean, all of us are also dietitians, which is so cool and unique that we're these like Insta friends online, but we're able to support one another. And all of us slightly have different messages and niches, but we have this really great community where we can also refer people to other people and then we're all growing together, which is really, really cool. Now with how you've evolved since working with Libby, getting more clear on your niche and building these connections, can you walk us through maybe one or two tips that you would give the audience who is maybe really struggling with, you know, building that know, like, and trust with your audience, trying to get clients from social media. And that's just beginning this journey. Like, what do you wish that you knew? Yes, absolutely. For me, live talks and video are it. Like that is what works. Every time I do a live, so so social media is awesome, and and also doing stuff in your community. Now Libby talks about that networking live, doing live talks, but video. I feel like that's how people get to know you. So um, I have a YouTube channel. I. Um, have been doing video and and I started out just so you know like super uncomfortable on video I remember making my first video I was like ah you just I think my dog was in it I was like look at my dog not me like sometimes my dog still guest makes a guest appearance but it was so so scary and awkward talking to the little camera hole and like looking at the wrong place and but just doing it and getting used to it. And now the camera hole is the, the little camera is my friend. And we just talk yeah. like, like you and I are talking. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my goodness. I love that. The camera hole is my friend. Like, <laughs> like I totally feel that way about social media too. And I have a lot more confidence now being in front of the camera and communicating and it definitely came with time. And I completely agree with you. I, I joke around, you have to just rip the bandaid off and do it. And for me, the biggest thing was just doing it every day and showing up because I was scared when I did video too. I was awkward. I didn't talk the way that I do now. And just like with diet, there's no magic pill for weight loss. The, the magic pill for getting good at something is you do it every day, even when you look awkward and uncomfortable doing it and you still do it and show up. And you're such a great example of that. And I mean, girlfriend, you have a YouTube channel along with Instagram where you're, you're practicing those skills on there. So you're getting a double whammy um, of that exposure. And um, specifically with video, what makes you think video is so good for client attraction? Like, does it help build a no like and trust? Like, is there an experience that you can kind of talk about that it really helped you with? Yeah, the, the, the no like and trust, I think all of us have had the experience of sort of um, seeing someone, first of all, an Insta page where there's just food pics and you don't ever see the face. Like you don't really feel like that's not my Insta friend. It might be kind of, but yeah. maybe how they write their captions. But I definitely feel a quicker, faster connection with someone when I see their photo as at least their photo as their profile. And then when I get on and I see them like doing things in photos, that's one, that's like step one. But level two is when I see them on video over and over and over, I feel like I know them. I, I, you know, there they are. That's yeah. how they talk. Their little quirks, their little things they do, their, their mannerisms. And, um, and then it's like sometimes, so I've had the experience where a client gets on a client call and one, they're like nervous to talk to me because they think I'm like kind of famous, which is so, I'm like, so not, you know? So it's yeah. so humbling. And so, so it feels good. It's kind of, it's great. Yeah. Um, so they already, like, they put you up on a pedestal, like, they're already, like, you're the expert, so you're placing yourself yeah. as the expert, but also they, like, they just think they're, you're their friend, which is great. It's a great way yeah. to start a phone call, like, hey, let's just talk, like, it's not, it's not intimidating, it's, it works well for my approach, because I want to yeah. be just very comfortable, I want it all to be comfortable, and that's, yeah, um, yeah. so you, I think we all feel like we anyone who follows Lauren, you feel like, you know, I know you and yeah. you're my Insta friend because I see you on your stories like every day. Yeah. And it, I think it takes off that barrier when you hop on that call with them. Like I do free discovery calls to enroll for my coaching programs. And I, I definitely have the same experience where my clients literally feel like they know me. They know my fiance's name. Like they, they know everything to an extent about what I do. And it, it's like taking that Instagram story and then we're, I'm that same person, but we're just on video chat and we're talking all about you and what your struggles are. So it is really cool, but I just think you gave so much value to everyone listening to this podcast in terms of like a stepwise approach to building up that confidence with video. So you get to the place where you actually are on video um, and have that client be attracted to you and want to work with you. And that first step of, you know, putting pictures of yourself in the feed, right? So not just doing all pictures of food, food is amazing. Um, but you know, putting yourself in there because you're selling yourself, you know, your, your coaching program, 
isn't necessarily what you're selling. Um, it's actually people want to work with you. Like that, that's, that's the connection they want. So first showing yourself in your feed is amazing. Then the next step is going on your story and kind of dabbling with the video and then getting really proficient at it. So you're using it as a client attraction tool and people, you know, showing up every day, they know you, you've built that no like and trust. So then they are purchasing with you. They're hopping on that free discovery call and, and they want to work with Rebecca at the end of the day. And I think too, like it also, it will probably narrow down closer to your ideal client because if I'm on there and I'm annoying you, then you won't get on a call with me. So you won't, Amen. there's no surprises. I am who I am and I'm right there. So if you jive with my personality and what I'm saying, you're an ideal client. And if you don't, then unfollow and like, that's a fine, you know, I'm not going to yeah. be the right dietitian for everyone. So, um, that's why we're all out there. That's why the world needs all of us because someone's going to be attracted to your style and my style and someone else's style. And that's all. Absolutely. And I think you bring up such a good point with that. That is part of niching down, showing your personality and showing how you counsel and, and really provide those transformations in your Instagram stories and through video and social media. That's part of not just having that ideal client avatar. It's also knowing what they want. And I mean, that's very high end marketing, right? When you know when someone wants and you can show up in a certain way, so it appeals to them. I mean, that's a home run. That's why people are going to book that discovery call and want to work with you and join your program. So that is so amazing. Knowing all of this about your social media, talk to us a little bit more about what your profile and content looked like before joining Libby's program and before really niching down versus how it's evolved over time. Um, it was pretty, uh, well, I won't say it was horrifying. It was completely... It wasn't goal oriented, I'll say. It was pretty. I enjoy photography. So I think if I go back, I'm like, oh, it's so pretty. It was so pretty. But it was more like for fun. Like that when we talk about a hobby versus a career path, like yeah. it was just things I liked taking pictures of, like my dogs and then food and then me and my husband and food and a plant and then food. And, um, now it's just so, um, one thing Libby is so, so good at is teaching you to take your post and address the pain point, talk to your client, make it so clear to them that this is what you're going to help them with. And again, just like attracting the right people that want to work with you for how you do what you do. Um, so just kind of like every post looking, thinking about your ideal client and how you can speak to her, how you can help her in that post is so different from what I used to do. I maybe wrote it in the caption, but I didn't write it in the post. So if you go back to my old stuff, you'll see this transition of where like much more recently, it's just much more clear what I do, how I help you. I, I help with hormone balance and weight loss, hormone balance and weight loss and for women. And here's all the different ways. So yeah, just she's helped me so much make my posts clear, make my message clear. Yeah. And I definitely think the dog in your story and like these other aspects of your life is important if you are comfortable sharing that type of stuff and it can build that no like and trust. But I completely agree with you. Like if you were on the explore page and we saw a Rebecca Henson post, you know, uh, what, what are we going to see? And is that going to attract that ideal client to your page to look and actually read that caption? And that's such a good point. You know, we're not reading the caption first necessarily. Instagram is a visual platform. So we have to really think about that ideal client and, 
you know, how are we putting those pain points in that content? So it resonates with them and they want to read the caption in the first place. And that almost seems like a method and, and stepwise approach you have for creating content now. Um, can you tell us a little bit, a bit about how you go through the process of creating your content, knowing your ideal client that you want to work with now? Absolutely. Uh, this is maybe helpful for people to hear. It was a process that I actually used to create my, um, I have a virtual course too. And it's just sort of a mind, mindfulness technique where you kind of take, yeah. I take myself where I was back when I was unhealthy and overweight. And I kind of visualize like I'm here and I'm, I've done it walking. And at the end of the block is where I am now, which I would say is like a miracle happened. So I'm like, how did I get from the Ben and Jerry's and Doritos for dinner to the Rebecca that eats a plant-based whole food diet? And there's so many steps. So as I'm walking the block, I literally would like imagine each step that it took. Like, you know, I had to care about myself. I had to care about my health. Like, so there's a lot to it before I could get to even like the food stuff. So that helped me like create my course is where do you, where was I and where I needed to be? And also it helps me on my discovery calls. So thinking about that journey that your ideal client has to take from where they are now to where they want to be. And then putting it into posts. So each post kind of going like, is this going to add value to them? Is this going to entice them to read the caption, which will add even more value? And, um, and also because it's a visual platform, um, using something like plan, P-L-A-N-N, to kind of plan out your post so it looks good. So when you jump on it, um, it's, it's visually appealing in the way that you uh, have color put in and words put in. And so, um, yeah, so just putting it all together, uh, takes practice again, just do it, just yes. start, just put stuff in, see yes. what happens. Yeah. Yes. Like Nike, just do it with video. You got to just do it with content. I agree the same day one. If you got my feed girlfriend, you would be shocked versus where I am at now. It takes practice and it's a skill you have to hone in on. And I really love that stepwise approach that you have for your content creation. So you really think about your journey because it aligns so well with your brand and who you're trying to attract. And I mean, I do the same thing. I think about when I was in college and I wanted to lose weight, what was I doing? I was looking on Pinterest and looking at really bad diet plans. So and go back to that and kind of think about what I felt like. And, and that can also really help you resonate content for your ideal client. But um, in terms of a stepwise approach, you're thinking about, you know, your ideal client, you're putting yourself in their shoes, then you're, you know, just experimenting and, and trying new posts. And you're thinking about how it looks on your feed. You're thinking about the caption. You're thinking about all these different aspects. So that's great. Um, I know you also mentioned getting your client, getting in the shoes of your client has been really helpful for you, for them to book a discovery call. And then when you are actually selling and pitching your services and offer to them, walk us through how getting in that ideal client mindset is helpful for you when you sell. Oh my gosh. It's, um, it's critical. If it's, it's a, that's something that's a learning curve too. So don't be too hard on yourselves. But when you start first start doing like sales calls, for example, really learning that it's, it's almost all about listening, asking a few key questions, like what's going on now? Where do you want to be? And then, um, I even take notes like, so you can repeat it back to them in their same exact words. Um, okay, so you're afraid you're not going to fit in your jeans after quarantine. Like that's, that's what's important to them. Even if it, you know, 
however they said it is how it's important to them. So uh, really getting where they're at and repeating it back to them, listening more than you're talking. And then um, this is something I'm still working on is when, when you make the pitch, I want to tell them all the details of what it's going to be like to work with me, but they don't care. They just want to know that they're going to fit in their jeans. So sticking with that, hey, well, here's how we can work together to get you into your jeans. Like sticking with their words and um, let them ask the questions. They'll ask you what they want to know. Some people really could care less what it looks like, like all the details, and they just want to sign up and then they'll figure it out. And some want to know all the details. So just kind of meeting them where they're at and just um, listening more than you talk. That is so valuable. And honestly, I wish I knew that stuff when I was first starting out because it's really hard. And I mean, every person that you get that comes to a sales call, even if you're really niche down and you're trying to get that exact person into your, your Zoom video chat or however you do your discovery calls, I mean, every person is different and using that language also builds that trust with them. And it shows that you understand them and you're talking in their, their words, because I think a, a mistake a lot of dietitians make that I made way back in the day as well as using these big fancy words related to nutrition that my, my ideal client didn't understand. And I work with beginners. So, you know, putting it back on them and, you know, using words that they're currently using is the best way to understand like, yo girlfriend, I understand how you feel and you want to fit into your skinny jeans again. Like we're going to get you there. And they care more about that result sometimes than exactly how they're going to get there. And they already know that you care. Oftentimes when you show up to that phone call and through that maybe 30 or 40 minute conversation you're having with them. So yeah, I love that you're focusing on what is the result that they're going to get. And that is the most important aspect that's so vital for sales. And that's amazing. For someone just starting out, is there anything that you would give as advice, especially for the listeners that maybe are just learning to niche down, they are maybe scared to go on discovery calls, um, maybe have their first discovery call lined up, what would you tell them? That's such a great question. So many things. <laughs> um, one is just be kind to yourself, be patient. Um, if you think about businesses, you know, in, in business, it's very acceptable to not even make a profit till after five years. So if you're worried that you had your first discovery call and they didn't sign up and you're like a one or two months into your business, like good for you for getting a call, just celebrate Amen. victories along the way. Um, be, don't, don't compare yourself to others. It's, you know, I think, a lot of the people you see, you think, oh, it's an, they were like an overnight success. There was years behind that, before that, that they put in um, that you don't know about. So, and yeah, just jump in, try, reach out for support. I, I had gotten, biz, I had used business coaches. Um, my advice would be to find a business coach who specifically works with dietitians like Libby because I've worked with other business coaches and they don't quite get it. They don't get everything about what we do. And it's very, very helpful to have someone who works with specifically dietitians. So, and then invest in yourself. So if you can, if you have, you know, your main job right now, and this is a, a side hustle, but you want this to be more, um, don't be, well, I know it is scary to invest in yourself sometimes, but it's important because you could spend years floundering and then get end up getting so frustrated that you give up when really if you had just invested in yourself to get support when you needed it, 
you can expedite your success and, and it's so, so worth it instead of just frustrating yourself for years, which I did. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I feel the exact same way. I mean, you can flounder on social media and not have a game plan, use it as a hobby. Like you said, you think it's a business, but honey, it's really not a business. It's a hobby, but it's just like when people invest in a dietitian to help with weight loss in a non-judgmental way, just like you, you, you do in your business, it gets you to your goal faster. And it's not that it's bad to ask for help because that means you're incompetent or you don't know what you're doing. It's, it's being more strategic with your time. And, you know, you can really prevent yourself from having years of no profit and get profit in that first month of coaching. And when you get that investment and, and understand what you need to do. And oftentimes it's not, you know, just the way it is. It's that we haven't solved the problem that our ideal client really wants solved and we just need to get more clarity on that. Um, and that's really, it begins with marketing, right? I always joke, you know, dietitians always, you know, think, you know, they get got to wait before they post their first Instagram thing because their program isn't perfect or their offer isn't aligned hundred percent or, you know, there's all these what ifs I'm like, girlfriend, just post the thing. You have to start with marketing and that's how you can build that business and build your different offers and what that looks like. But it all starts with just doing it, like you said, and, and doing that. So that's amazing, amazing advice for everyone. Now, where can the audience find you online? Oh, well, on Instagram, I am at happy.hormone.weightloss. And um, everything else, my website, my Facebook, and my um, YouTube channel are Rebecca the Dietitian. I love it. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Anything else you want to share with the audience before we go? No, I'm so grateful to have this opportunity and it was really fun to do it with you, Lauren, <laughs> since we knew each other way back. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, I'm so, please reach out to me. Anyone who has any questions, I'm super happy. Just PM me on Instagram at happy.hormone.weightloss and I would be honored to help you in any way that I possibly can. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. It was awesome chatting with you today. And until next time. Thanks. Bye, everybody. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.